Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. Good morning. It is Wednesday. It's Wednesday. Nope, it's Monday. Sorry about that. It's Boy, Monday, you, August 28th. You must have had a heck of a weekend, lady. <laughs> it's Monday all day. It's five minutes after 11. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. His name is Rob Kendall. You can find him on Twitter at Rob M. Kendall. I'm there as well at Casey Daniels 317. And we're both on YouTube right now if you type in Kendall and Casey into the YouTube search bar. So Donald Trump, he raised a lot of money since he was booked in the Fulton County Jail on Thursday evening, of course, becoming the first U.S. president to have his mug shot taken. And what did he do? He raised $7.1 million <laughs> off of it. Well, we had pondered that when the mug shot became public. We said, how much money could he raise off of this? And I guess the total in day one was $7.1 million. Now, obviously, a host of people are selling this, including our own Hammer and Nigel. Mm-hmm. You can get that at the Hammer and Nigel store if you'd like one. But like, other than allowing the, left, the lefties to cheerlead that there's a mugshot, it's not like he's holding the... It's like he's holding the thing with his name on it or the, you know, information, you know, the famous people who have mug shots or mm-hmm. what, what, what did it, what did it get you other than help Trump? I mean, I think it, I think the mug shot helped Trump way more than it hurt him. Oh yeah. This completely backfired on the Democrats who are gunning for him. There is a, there is a video that is out. I'm sure you've seen it on the internet of Trump when he was leaving his mug shot, he's going through some very. Uh, an inner city area in Atlanta mm-hmm. appears to be a very, you know, downtrodden kind of maybe type of place. And the people are lined up cheering mm-hmm. for Trump. I mean, they're li- like lined up. And, you know, where I said, oh, the Republicans, the Trump, the party of the rich guy and the blah, blah, blah. Well, these people didn't appear rich. And they certainly were lined up as that motorcade was going past, cheering for Trump. And it wasn't like they were, you can hear it, there's audio with it. It wasn't like they were like, ah, you got a mugshot. They were cheering because it was Donald Trump. Well, he keeps saying, if they'll do it to me, they'll do it to you. And it's making him very relatable to that set of people. Well, there and there is, um, and this is actually kind of a big deal. It's getting some traction right now. There is uh, a black man who is incarcerated still in the Fulton County Jail, who was, I can't remember if uh, Blacks for Trump, I think was the name of the organization. And he has somehow roped up into this. This, I mean, this is how ridiculous this whole thing is. That this was some great conspiracy. This this guy who was the head, the, you know, head, air quote, of this organization is being forced to rot in this terrible jail and obviously is black and cannot get bail. And I think a lot of African-American people are looking at this going, what the heck, dude? Mm -hmm. Like all the people you should be putting in jail who are committing violent crimes. And these people are getting not only if they do get arrested, they're getting bonded out and out on the street. And this guy, this poor guy is stuck in there. And it's another example of saying, look, look at what the establishment does. Look at what the cabal does. Trumping up charges, pun intended, against people Mm -hmm. and 
maybe maybe this inspires a lot of new people to vote for Trump. I don't know. Yeah, and again, it just makes his polling go higher and higher. And so the mugshot was released Thursday night. By Friday alone, he had raised $4.18 million in one day. Yeah, uh, good on him. And again, look, clearly he's going to be the Republican nominee for president, barring some sort of just crazy something that nobody could predict. But at this point... I don't think anybody could predict this and look at where he is. The question will be, can he win? One, can he stop the mass, the fraud that comes with mass mail-in unaccountable voting in places like Pennsylvania? And two, can he get groups of people who have previously not voted for him to vote? Because here's, here's what people don't realize. Trump in 2020 did much better with African-Americans than Republicans have done in a very long time. He made a lot lot of inroads with black people in 2020, especially by previous Republican standards. Can he continue to add to that? And is this an example based on what you see mm-hmm. of these people who are, I mean, they're cheering, they're standing. Yeah. Like it's like a parade route. Uh, I don't know. It's a wild time, Casey. Everything tells you the guy shouldn't win. But what, what else about this is a normal thing or a normal time? Well, and then you look at the other side where you have Joe Biden going places and he's getting booed. And Trump, the one being indicted, is getting cheered. I do think that there's a little bit of irony. You know, he when he posted it to Twitter, yes. X, whatever, yeah. uh, it was his mugshot and his website, and he said, never surrender. Yeah. It's a literal picture of him surrendering. Well, right. I mean, <laughs> He's saying whatever. never surrender. I mean, at this point, if we're going to start going by semantics or whether things make sense, uh, I think we waved bye, bye to that a long time ago. <laughs> Especially when it comes to him. Hey, we've got this incredible audio that mm-hmm. I want to play in just a second. But before we do, I want to let everybody know, yes, the picture of AI silent Suzanne Crouch. Did you post it? Is up on Twitter at Rob M. Kendall. Okay. If you missed last segment, uh, my wife is now creating... Pictures of people who we mention on this show never fondly, people who we've given various little nicknames to, so that when we discuss them, we can post their AI-generated photo. And Casey is showing it on the YouTube feed right now. Uh, if you can't get over to at Rob M. Kendall on Twitter. And it is amazing that just based on prompts mm-hmm. from someone on a keyboard, that that was the photo they could create because it looks obviously just like her and red glasses and all yeah yeah i I mean it's just that is absolutely incredible she's whispering yeah she's she's saying be quiet Mm -hmm. because i I told her silent she said i'm doing silent suzanne's uh ai and i said she's got to be telling everybody to be quiet she's oh just you wait so i have no (laughs) idea how it's done but we will be rolling those out as we uh mentioned you know there's a i am told there's a duke of spendingburg there is a high tax Holcomb. Mm-hmm. There's a Rod and Todd, the Flanders boys. Uh, there's just a large group of our favorite characters. We've got a lot for her to work with, don't we? <laughs> 12 minutes after 11 with Kendall and Casey. Okay, so this is some audio. This is a, a woman who went on a rant on TikTok, right? And she's a single mom. And she's pretty much saying, uh, how everybody feels about inflation and just how it's crushing everyone. It's going to go back to where you can work and support your family without f-ing stressing out. Seriously, my bills alone are $3,000 a month. I'm a single mom who receives f-ing like $300 a month in child support for two kids. I can't do this anymore. I work every single day. I get maybe a day off. Sometimes if I'm lucky, I'll get two f-ing 
days off. I'm sick of it. I'm so sick of this. And I f***ing forgot to pay my daughter's braces. And now I have to bring her in for them to remove them because I can't afford to pay it all off at once. I am so sick of this country. I'm so sick of how expensive everything is. Something needs to happen. Where I live, rent is insane. A two bedroom is two grand. I can't go to the grocery store and get a week's worth of groceries without spending $300, $400. Gas alone, almost $4 a gallon. I have to drive all over my town for my job because I clean houses. I'm so sick of it. Something needs to be done. Something. These prices are insane. It's ridiculous. Nobody can f***ing survive like this, especially if you're alone, you're single. You can't. Like, do I have to get a f***ing roommate and rent out my son's room and move him in my room? Like, this country, it sucks. It sucks. I'm sick of it. And I'm tired. God, and I'm pissed. (laughs) We can tell. Good job, Kevin. Uh, Yes, Kevin is the MVP of the show today for properly bleeping all of that. Mm -hmm. And, Kev, I will say as a former producer who sat in the chair you sat in, there is no worse feeling than knowing you have to play an audio clip where there are about seven or eight bleeps necessary. And I know I know, we asked a lot of you today, but you did a great job. Yeah, I've been in the hot seat many times. i got to admit, I I did a pretty good job. Yeah, you should be very proud of yourself. Uh, To the point, we played that clip because this woman is not a celebrity. Mm -mm. She She's not searching for a hand out, which is what I thought was the most intriguing thing about this. She's not asking for, I need more welfare or government assistance. She's simply saying, I am willing to work to provide a decent life for myself and my kids. However, I can't afford to do that because of the prices of things in our society. And I think that is a, look, take out the profanity and the whatever. Mm -hmm. I thought her take was spot on given what's going on in this country. Yeah, well, she's lamenting on the price of rent, which is absolutely true, and the price of groceries, which is absolutely true. I was very proud of myself. I went grocery shopping yesterday, and my goal was to get out of the grocery store for under $100. I nearly made it. I was so close. Um, But I had to buy that box of chocolate donuts, which were $5, so that put me over the limit. That seemed like a value. Would you like to just real quick talk about that? Because we we disagree on this. I I was complaining that, wow, that box of donuts was 5 bucks. And they're intimate. They're intimate. Yeah. So that's an upscale. I was satisfying a craving for someone. Yeah. And I thought, $5, that's a lot for a box of donuts. But you think that that's pretty reasonable. Well, okay, so a dozen for $5. But now that I think about it, it's not a dozen. I think it's eight, Rob. Okay, that's a little different. I had asked you. So um, now permission to treat the witness as hostile, Your Honor, (laughs) because she's perjured herself. Because I asked you under oath if it was a dozen donuts. That's that's a little different. Yeah. However, uh, one of my favorite things to do on certain days where I have time to do it is to waltz down to Jack's Donuts and Mm -hmm. sit by myself for a few minutes and ponder the joy of working with you and Kev for the mm-hmm. next three hours. That could take you a long time. And and eat a donut. Yeah. And that donut is $1.95 okay. at Jack's Donuts. Now, the Jack's Donut has the frosting and the sprinkles or the whatever that the Enemans don't have, but that's $1.95. You're still paying 
less than a dollar a donut. And Inamans is a, a quality, mm-hmm. as we learned from Seinfeld, they have a display case at the end of the aisle. Yeah, and then they, the chocolate ones crack. Yeah, no, that's great. Yeah, crack absolutely. when you split it in yeah. half. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, that's one of those things that you, you do without if you... If you have to. Sure. But the thing with this woman that really got me, and and I get what she's saying, but she did have acrylic fingernails. Yeah. She did have the fake eyelashes. Uh You could tell that she was finely manicured and spending a little bit of money on her maintenance. Casey, I am not going to sit here and let you besmirch (laughs) the good name of this well-assembled single mother (laughs) who is just trying to provide for her children. She is, but again, it's like back to the Entenmann Donut. (laughs) If you're struggling there are certain things you have to do without and i would think the acrylic fingernails for her might be one of them kevin her name was on the bottom of the video <laughs> and this is a woman clearly in need of a man and a stepdad to their two kids in need of a stepdad so i don't know you know it's your own you know it's your own desires of the heart but if that's something you're willing to take on this woman is out there for you well i've got that producer salary <laughs> so you I'm could, just saying. You could run out the room she's talking about. 18 after 11 is Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Minutes after 11, it's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC gun control activist David Hogg. He has pushed for younger people to run for office at every level. Uh, He wants everyone to fight against gun violence. That's what he said. And this was at the 60th anniversary of the Civil Rights March in D.C. Okay, so David Hogg, for those of you who don't know, I'm sure most people hearing our voice do, but just in case you don't, he was a a student at Parkland Mm -hmm. in Florida Mm -hmm. when that very tragic, awful, terrible shooting happened. However, it is my understanding he wasn't even there at the time. And then he started immediately finding the nearest camera and the media said, oh, here's some cute little kid who will rip on Republicans and guns and let's make him a celeb du jour. He's a complete idiot. He's now an adult, so he's totally fair game. He's in. He somehow got into Harvard, despite the fact that he's, a, I mean, a moron. And uh, his whole thing now is, I mean, he is a far left mm-hmm. maniac. He's not some kid who was traumatized by Parkland and his, I mean, the guy is a, a, a lunatic leftist. Now, he certainly may have had friends who passed away in Parkland. I don't know. But this was a guy who was looking for a camera. It wasn't some guy who was unwittingly thrust into the spotlight. He absolutely already had all these views and knew ex- conveniently knew exactly what to say. And, you know, he is not. He is not a sympathetic figure in any shape, form, or fashion. He's horrific and awful. He launched a pack 
to help get young people elected across the country, which is really interesting that he's the one who launches the PAC because, one, he's never run for office himself. That's correct. And he's never won an election. That's correct. So why would anybody take his advice on how to get into office when he's never done it? Well, he is a great example of how the left will, like I said, take some person. Greta. He's almost like the gun Greta Thunberg. Yeah. Where... The average person is looking at this person and, and laughing at them, and the left makes them as though they're some sort of expert or whatever. And again, the Her- Parkland shooting was horrific, and you grieve for every single person who lost a family member or a friend there, but this guy was a guy looking for a cause. I mean, you know, and again, it was my understanding he wasn't even there. Remember, he like had to ride his bike. It was always the story that was told back into the shooting when it happened and whatever. So he's in Washington. Mm-hmm. And uh, this this shows, if you are heartfelt in your beliefs, like if someone were to come up on to me on the street and say, Rob, a media crew, Rob, we would like to ask you your opinion on Governor Eric Holcomb. Well, gosh darn it, how long you got, Wish TV, mm-hmm. right? Let's mm-hmm. let's sit here and have a chat. Or, you know, Rob, we'd like to ask you your opinion on Indiana Republican Party spending. You know, whatever your cause, you, you, you know, the thing that you're most passionate about is, you would think all day, every day, you would stop no matter who it is, right? I would talk to the Indy Star about Republican spending. I would talk to the Indianapolis Quarter about Republican spending. I would talk to anybody on Wish TV about Republican Party spending because I'm well-versed in it and I'm resolute in my beliefs. And I know that friend or foe, I can have an intelligent, well-informed conversation about this topic. David Hogg is leaving this march. So he's out in public. It's yep. not like they you know, are ber- 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 berating, berating, no, raiding his home. A barrage. That's what there's like. There's a barrage of people, and you know he's in a quiet movie theater or something. He's out in public. Everybody knows it's him, and this this uh, person comes up to him and wants to ask him. Clearly, not a friend, somebody a conservative media outlet of some sort that wants to have a conversation with him about gun control, and he doesn't want any part of it. And this is the most pathetic and stupid thing I've ever seen, Casey. He pulls out his phone. You'll hear it. He pulls out his phone and starts playing music Mm -hmm. and going, well, this is copyrighted music, so you can't air this anywhere. In his mind, that the internet exists, right? But if there's a copyrighted song played off my cellular telephone, then it won't be able to be posted anywhere. And people won't see how stupid and uninformed I am about the topic of which I purport to be an expert. He's a uh, grifter in the making uh, is what you have here. Listen to this. This is unbelievable. Mr. Hawk, thank you so much for being at the National March here. I just wanted to follow up with you one last time. Um, do you this have any confidence? copyrighted music. This is copyrighted music, and if you're a Disney lawyer, you can't use this song anywhere. Awesome. Did you have any comment on gun control going against the idea of civil rights for people of color in our country? If you have no comment, that's cool, too. But why are you playing copyrighted music? Thank you. <laughs> it just keeps playing the that music. That reporter, awesome. <laughs> Was that uh, Under the Sea? I, Little Mermaid? He said Disney, so yeah. maybe. Yeah. <laughs> let's see. Let's play it again. Let's see if we can hear it. Mr. Hawk, thank you so much for being at the National March here. I just wanted to follow up with you one last time. Um, do you have this any copyrighted music? This is copyrighted music, and if you're a Disney lawyer, you can't use this song anywhere. Awesome. Did you have any comment on gun control going against the idea of civil rights for people of color in our country? If you have no comment, that's it cool, is. too. <laughs> well, why are you playing copyrighted music? <laughs> it is 
Sam, what a catch. Nice. I thought I recognized Sebastian the Crab. <laughs> Good job. So the, he's just this loudmouth kid. He overvalues himself. He thinks he's really self-important, overemphasizes his celebrity. He's like a legend in his own mind. But where he is wrong is that this was in a public place at a march, which means it is fair use. And, so there's no copywriting and, and problem. It, it is insight into how stupid this guy is because without somebody there, like these networks protect him. They ask him questions. I'm sure he knows them in advance. He's got two or three talking points. And, you know, in in a one minute or two minutes or however long he's on the on the program, he can they can totally make him seem like the smartest guy in the world. Mm-hmm. Unscripted stuff is where you find out how stupid these people are. That this guy went to Harvard, right? And it shows how unqualified he was to get into Harvard. This guy's so stupid that he thinks, first of all, even if he were right, which he's not, that some guy from Disney is going to be just scanning every Twitter account and Facebook account and and TikTok and whatever going, oh, there's David Hogg playing under the sea on his cellular telephone. (laughs) Better take that down. I mean, what an absolute idiot. And this guy is the gold standard for Mm -hmm. the left when it comes to gun control. Well, and they think that Republicans are afraid of him. By the way, what did he have that ready to go? Of course he did. Like, was that an app or he just had that, oh, oh, here comes somebody. I better start playing this song. He had Under the Sea ready to go the same way as I have that photo of me and Trump ready to go at all times Uh because you never know when you might need it. And just like I have been plotting and scheming with that photo for years, he has been plotting and scheming with Under the Sea. (laughs) Was he just jamming to that on his way at the march? I, I, I don't know. It is 1128. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Is he too old to run for president? Eh, A lot of people think so. It is 1134. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So an overwhelming majority of Americans believe that President Biden is too old to effectively carry out the office of president for another four years. So this was a new Associated Press poll, and they found that 77% of Americans say Biden is too old to carry out a second term. Uh, unsurprisingly, 89% of Republicans agree this, and an impressive 69% of Democrats also believe that he is no longer up to the task. We were talking about this during the um, during the presidential debate last week, and we were talking about the, can you imagine having to be someone who works for Hutchison or Burgum, or I guess those are probably the two like people where you're just like, why are you even here? I didn't even know you were a person a week Mm -hmm. ago. And you've got to still go out and spin whatever performance. It's not like Doug Burgum went out there and you were just like, man, if everybody just knew this guy, he would be super impressive. Wow, what a debate performance. And I told you about my, my, he's not a friend. Friend is not the right word. Somebody I know who is working for Hutchison and he was on Twitter and he's a very nice guy and I'm not going to name him even though he's, it's ridiculous. Like he's tweeting about how good, what a good job Mm -hmm. Hutchison is doing at the debate. And it's like, dude, I know everybody needs to pay their rent and money's money, but bro, do you have no dignity whatsoever to try to, I mean, you're just lying to society. The guy was a a weirdo and a turd. And you know, he was a basically sounded like a Democrat up there on the, on the stage. And so it's the same thing with people who are for Biden, how ridiculous they sound when you get asked, you know, Logical questions deserve logical answers. And the logical question is, hey, this guy is already the oldest person to ever be the president. He clearly has moments at best where there is he appears confused mm-hmm. or not remembering things. 
isn't his age a big isn't it shouldn't his age be a concern to the american people and for you to just totally dismiss that you are the guy who was spinning for Hutchinson is the same guy who acts like Biden's age or mental condition is not cause for concern for society. Doesn't matter. Uh, what Nikki Haley was saying that uh, a vote for, you know, Biden is a vote for Kamala Harris because she says she said it during the debate. There's no way Biden is going to finish out this term, let alone another term. All right. So this guy, his name is Cedric Richmond. This is a great example of this. He was on ABC, oh, the more the Sunday morning show on ABC, and listen to how dismissive he is about people who have logical, rational concerns about Biden's age and ability to function. Uh, Biden's age, once again, an issue. They brought that up in the debate as well. How do you get through that? When Biden's out, when President Biden is out on the campaign trail in particular, which can be very taxing. Well, while they while they talk about age, we will talk about the things that Americans are talking about, and that's kitchen table issues. And we're going to continue to do all of the things that we said. Americans are talking about his age. I mean, this Associated Press poll proves that 77% of Americans say he's too old to carry out a second term. Well, look, again, look at him, Casey. The guy is, again, already the oldest person to ever ascend to the office of the presidency. He'll be 80, what, 81, I think, if he's reelected. He's clearly, I mean, if you look at Joe Biden from even, say, five or six years ago when he was still vice president, now he's always kind of dopey and uh, clearly totally corrupt and whatever but just from a pure functioning as a human being standpoint it's not even it's not even the close to the same guy like think about yourself six years ago or kev i always love on our um template that we have there's a photo to show when kev is logged in and mm-hmm. it's a it's a fresh-faced kevin with longer hair and he looks so happy and ex- how old were you in this photo kev what were you probably like 22 or 23 uh, I, th- I think i was 24 uh-huh. yeah look at how excited kev is at life uh-huh. and now look, look at him yeah, uh, that's so you, past life. look i mean everybody looks a little different but mm-hmm. do you do you physically function differently than you did five or six years ago like, I don't. If you go listen to a radio show of me or see me in public, it's or saw me in public or videos or whatever, mm-hmm. it's still the same guy. I'm a little older. Yeah. Is, do I maybe have a gray hair or two? Yes. But Rob Kendall, Rob Kendall, Casey Daniels, Casey Daniels, Kevin McNamara. I wish we could have that happy, youthful, full of vigor view on life that you had in this photo. But you're still the same. You're the, still the same guy. Joe Biden is not the same guy. No. And you can tell when you see old clips, even from the debate in 2016, he looks completely different. Um, the interesting thing about this poll says that fewer than half of Americans say Donald Trump is too old. So 77 percent say Joe Biden is too old, but less than half say Trump is too old. They're not that far off in age. What is Trump? 78? Yeah, but it's it's how you carry it. Right. It's, it's it's absolutely how you carry it. I mean, it, it is. There are some people. My grandparents were a great example, specifically my grandmother. Now she got dementia later, very late in life, and it, she became a very different person. But into her late eighties, she was still driving from. Terre Haute to Brownsburg every weekend to see me. Like, I mean, one of these hyper-functional people who looked 20 years younger than they actually were. It's like Tom Brady. They're like age-in-reverse people. Mm -hmm. And her, until that crippling, debilitating disease ultimately basically took her life, 
absolutely very high functioning was still doing all their own banking and driving and grocery shopping mm-hmm. and all these sort of things and there are some people who are 55 who can't do any of that it's just every person is different especially as you as you age so i don't really think it's even such a number thing with Joe Biden as it is just ability with him. Uh, Bernie Sanders was on NBC's Meet the Press and he was also defending his age. But then he showed up in New Hampshire and what some people are questioning why Bernie Sanders was in New Hampshire. Well, if you're the Democrats, what a what a position to be in, because if Trump's going to be the nominee, he's absolutely the best guy. I think most Democrats think for the Democrats to run against. And it is this weird thing of it's almost 2016 all over again. Because in 2016, I and I said this at the time and people laughed at me and now look who laughs. Um, I said, Hillary Clinton, the, Donald Trump was the only Republican who could beat Hillary Clinton and Hillary Clinton was the only Democrat who could lose to Donald Trump. It was this perfect synergy. And what I mean by that is Ted Cruz or Rubio or whoever would not have had the fight necessary and the type of fight, the guerrilla ground warfare to take out the Clintons. I remember when Trump brought those women that had been accused, that accused Bill Clinton of doing stuff to them and sat them in the front row at the debate. I mean, just stuff like that. That is the stuff you had to do to beat the Clintons, and he did it. And at the same time, Hillary is the only person unlikable enough to lose to Donald Trump because all the negatives were with Trump were still there. It's the same thing now where where Donald Trump is the only person who could lose to Joe Biden and Joe Biden is the only person who could lose to Donald Trump and it is this really pathetic commentary on our society that with 330 million people Mm -hmm. this is the best we can do. These are the two we're with again. It is 1141. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Let's talk about what Oliver Anthony said over the weekend. You know, he's got that uh, song Richmond North of Richmond. It was even uh, brought up during the debate last week. He put out a statement saying that he's been misquoted and misinterpreted and he's he posted this will be my last post about politics on social media okay so this guy's already starting to annoy me now because okay so what they're talking about is they played the song Mm -hmm. at the presidential debate and all these politicians tried to hop on it and he came out and blasted them which is great and it's fine okay absolutely republicans are awful democrats are awful well then people started to say well he's clearly a biden supporter Mm -hmm. and he came out and said oh hey no, that guy's a bigger ding-dong than the Republicans. I don't like any of you people. Not not upset about that. What I am upset about is, this will be my last commentary on politics on social media. Dude. You wrote a political song. Yes, and you are only a thing because social media exists. You would yeah. have never had a record contract. You'd be some guy singing in a local townie bar or maybe karaoke night if it weren't for this. So you don't get to act like, I'm so offended that I had to make a... Co-. Nah, 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 nah. When you're cashing those checks, because he's supposedly making like 40 grand a week, off of off of this song you don't get to do that because you're only here because you wrote a song about politics and put it on social media well he was asked about the uh republican party using it in the debate and he was like why this song is about them you know why are they using it and then oh you must be a joe biden fan so he said the song has nothing to do with joe biden it's a lot bigger than joe biden he talks about needing to get joe biden out and uh that would automatically solve all the problems he said biden is a big part of the issue but it runs deeper than that. And then he goes on to say that all politicians are no good. So, and the media is having a hard time wrapping their head around that, that you, you mean what you, you don't like 
the Democrats either? You don't like either side? Yeah. It's, it, How it, is that possible? That, that's, and that's what's amazing. That is the corporatist, old school, large mega media national mindset, which is you must be on one team. You got to pick a team. I told you this for years. I used to be on this local uh, political talk show on one of the TV stations, and they stopped inviting me. And I'm totally convinced it was because they want a Republican mm-hmm. who will do team sport. And it was like I was meaner to the Republicans than I was to the Democrats. Coming, right. coming uh, up next, Robert Vane, right? Yeah, so a big event coming on, going on with veterans tomorrow. And we love our veterans here. We want to tell everybody about it so that we can help the vets. All right, that's on the way from 93 WIBC. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20-milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Tomorrow, helping veteran business owners in Central Indiana, 93 WIBC. It is the Kendall and Casey Show. I'm Rob Casey's here. Let's go to the drivehubler.com hotline, joined by our good friend Robert Vane of Veteran Strategies. All right, Robert, there's a big event going on downtown tomorrow to help veteran business owners. You know, we love the veterans here on this show. I thought it'd be a great opportunity to tell some folks who might be attempting to better their lot in life what's going on. Well, thank you very much for the opportunity, sir. Uh, It involves the Convention Center Hotel and the ballroom expansion that's happening downtown. It is presented by AECOM Hunt, who is the construction manager, the builder for this event and for this project. As you know, uh, veteran businesses can kind of get left out in the cold a little bit. I've been lucky as a veteran business. I started mine um, In November of 2010, when I left Greg Ballard's office, he instituted a 3% goal on veteran for veteran business on city projects. This falls within that sphere. And so we'd love to have veteran businesses who are certified uh, come to see the opportunities. We'd also welcome those veterans who want to start a business and need to be certified to show up. There's lots of opportunities here. There are literally hundreds of millions of dollars worth of projects being discussed, and we'd love to help those who've served. All right, so it's tomorrow, which would be Tuesday, August 29th, 2 to 4 p.m., and the location uh, is 2450 South Tibbs Avenue, for those who are interested. Now, talk a little bit about this, Robert, because you were in the mayor's office, Mayor Ballard, when this was instituted, about this goal to get more veteran businesses, veterans involved in city projects. Tell us about that and kind of how that's played out. Well, I appreciate this opportunity because, you know, not only 
do I have a veteran business in my family in four generations? There are 15 veterans. We don't always get the most opportunity. I do believe that's changing, quite frankly, not only because of what's happening in government, but also uh, the efforts of you, Rob, and I'm very grateful, and others who are taking a harder look at what veterans need these days. Uh, Greg Ballard spent 23 years in the United States Marine Corps and wanted to do something to help veterans. I also got kind of lucky. I worked on the Veteran Affairs Policy Committee for then Congressman and gubernatorial candidate Mike Pence. We pitched to him a 3% goal on state business. So if anyone's listening, there is a 3% goal on veteran business for state contracts, and I'm very grateful to then Governor Pence for hey, r- making r- that happen. Real quick, Robert, what that means is, hey, of all the contracts the state hands out, we want 3% of them to go to veteran-based businesses. Is that right? That's basically it. It, it doesn't always work that way in the sense that some contracts, some projects, especially on the state, don't require it. But on the city, it does. Most states that it does. And it's an opportunity for people to grow their business with contracts that, quite frankly, can make or break your company. And a lot of veteran people know this. Of course, there's women and minority goals. But this particular event on Tuesday, the 29th, 2 to 4, AECOM Hunt Studio H, 2450 South Tibbs Avenue, that particular event is geared towards veterans and i have a contact uh, info if you'd like to hear it yes absolutely give it out give it loud give it proud <laughs> yeah. contact haley pruitt and that's h-a-l-e-y dot p-r-e-w-i-t-t at aecom.com. All right, real quick, because, uh, again, uh, you're a very busy man, and we appreciate your valuable time. Um, Tell us a little bit about this project, because a lot of people might go, I didn't even know that was going on. And what sort of veteran-based businesses might they be looking for? Everything. Hauling, um, anything that you can think of. I mean, I do public relations, and they hired me. I'm not going to sit here and say that (laughs) I'm essential to the project. What I am trying to do is magnify the opportunities of the project so that XBEs, as they're commonly known, can get in and not only not only make money, because that's what we're why we're in business, but also to be mentored to find out other people. Hey, I started my veteran business 15 years ago. I've grown from three employees to 50. How do I do it? Let me show you. Veterans, not only in business, but in all walks of life, they need mentorship after they leave the military. You know that as well as anyone, Rob. You've been terrific on this issue. Yeah, and if they'll hire you, man, they'll hire anybody. So whatever your business is, you should totally get in on this tomorrow. My company is known as Bottom of the Barrel um, (laughs) Public Relations. Uh, Robert Baines, our guest, just a couple minutes left with him. There's a big event tomorrow if you're just tuning in. It is to promote veteran-based businesses. It involves the Indianapolis Convention Center Hotel and Ballroom expansion. Uh, Again, it's at 2 to 4 p.m. So if you're a veteran-based business, 2 to 4 p.m., AECOM Hunt Studio H, 2450 South Tibbs Avenue in Indianapolis. And real quick, Robert, if you just could talk about, you know, some of the challenges our veterans face as business owners because, man, it's tough to have to go to war and then come back and go, hey, I'm going to start a business. 
Well, I, I was lucky in a sense that, that I got involved in, in politics early. And so you make those connections. A lot of folks don't do that, which is why, for example, I do the PR for veteran organizations and businesses for free. And I want them to have the same as much as possible uh, megaphone that I had. A lot of veterans don't know about all the programs that are out there or th- the 3% goal on city business, the 3% goal on state business. And so what these outreach events do is they kind of open up a brand new opportunity, not just for this project, which is very important, but also to projects down the line. And it's really critical that veterans have this sort of opportunity because when they come out of the military, too many become aimless because they're just not used to civilian life again. And then that leads to all the things and all the problems we see in cities. How many people are you expecting at the event? As many as we can possibly get. We'd love to have hundreds. That's our goal. We're crossing our finger. Uh, Again, for event questions, contact Haley Pruitt, (laughs) H-A-L-E-Y dot P-R-E. W-I-T-T at AE.com, Indianapolis and Indiana. But Indianapolis is a terrific place for veterans, as you guys know. There's so much happening. We just have to get the word out. We have to do a better job of getting the word out and that. Appreciate your time today. Yeah, you know, Vane, this is why you're the best in the business, because you just give info and then, hey, if you got any questions, call someone else. That's why we love you. You make you make money just doing stuff like that. It's fabulous. Well, in public relations, what you do is you talk and then you say, but here's the person who knows what they're talking about. <laughs> all right, man. This is a great event, Robert. Uh, thanks for this. And uh, we want all the veterans to go. We love our vets and uh, you're the best thank you sir good morning to you both take care and that's going to do it for us thank you rob thank you kevin and thank you for listening today we're going to catch you back here tomorrow it's kendall and casey on 93 wibc